Hello and welcome to LWML On The Go, the official podcast of the Lutheran Women's Missionary League. This is episode 34. I'm your host, Becca Footy, and today I'll be sharing something a little different with you. Over the next nine weeks, we'll be following the devotional series, All Along Life's Way, that looks at nine different women throughout Scripture and how they serve the Lord. This week, we start off with the devotion, Serving the Lord as a Child, Naaman's Servant Girl, written by Lou Garchow. Now the Syrians on one of their raids had carried off a little girl from the land of Israel, and she worked in the service of Naaman's wife. She said to her mistress, Would that my lord were with the prophet who is in Samaria, he would cure him of his leprosy. So Naaman went in and told his lord, Thus and so spoke the girl from the land of Israel. 2 Kings chapter 5, verses 2-4 An old saying, Bloom where you are planted, encourages people to make the best of a new situation and become productive and useful in their surroundings. Having a positive attitude and doing your very best will make the transition much less painful. The prophet Jeremiah encouraged those Israelites who had been enslaved and carried away by the Babylonians to bloom where they were planted by planting gardens, eating what they produced, marrying, and having sons and daughters, found in Jeremiah 29, verses 4-7. to In today's society, many families are uprooted, forced to move away from friends and family, and seek a new life in unfamiliar places. Their transition is much easier if they, too, will bloom where they are planted. When we look at the servant girl in Naaman's household, we see a young girl who was kidnapped. It was not uncommon for bands of raiders to invade a territory and enslave and carry away its people. We know that in King David's early years as a king, the wives and children of the men in his army were taken captive and carried away by just such a party, found in 1 Samuel chapter 30, verses 1-3. to The Bible doesn't tell us the particulars about this girl in Naaman's household. There is no answer as to why she was there by herself. It may be that the other family members were killed in the raid or taken elsewhere. But in spite of the circumstances surrounding her displacement, she truly bloomed where she was planted. Nowhere in this story is there evidence to suggest bitterness of any kind. Even though she was a captive and most likely a slave, she became a productive and influential part of Naaman's family. She too felt the pain that they experienced as he dealt with his leprosy. The young servant girl, sensing the hardship and pain within the family as Naaman suffered, remembered a prophet in Israel who, she had been told, had been given the ability to heal people. The Bible says, She said to her mistress, If only my master would see the prophet who is in Samaria, he would cure him of his leprosy. Her message carried so much weight that Naaman's wife told her husband what the young girl had said, and Naaman acted on the advice. He went to the king and asked for his permission to go and see Elisha, which was granted. Imagine, the message of this captive young girl went all the way to the king of the country. She wanted the best for her captor. Little did she know that he would truly get the best when he went to see the prophet Elisha. Not only did Elisha cure him of his leprosy, but also God worked a miracle of the heart. Naaman learned of the true God and turned to him. Age is certainly no barrier in serving God. This young girl, who may not yet have been in her teens, could have kept quiet in her situation. She could have thought that she was too young to make a suggestion. 
She could have been embarrassed to mention her god, since she was in a foreign land where other gods were worshipped. She could have been angry and thought that since she was a prisoner, Naaman too should be imprisoned by the sickness of his body. None of that is evident. It is significant that this young girl knew about the prophet Elisha. There must have been many discussions around the dinner table in her home where the family talked about God and his prophets. How important that is! This girl knew about the Lord. Her parents knew that they were to teach their children the ways of the Lord. And they did. Otherwise, she would never have been able to impart the message of salvation to Naaman and his family. Is anyone ever too young to serve the Lord? Probably not. When a toddler sings, Jesus loves me, as he shops with his mom, he is serving the Lord. When a child delivers a food basket to a needy person, that is serving the Lord. When a teen delivers an invitation to a church event, he is serving the Lord. When Sunday school students invite their friends to join them in class, they are serving the Lord. It's truly amazing how God uses the message of even the youngest to bring others to him. It's doubtful that the young girl in Naaman's household ever dreamed her words would bring her master to the Lord. But God made it happen. As parents, it is our duty to equip our children with the message of salvation. So when the opportunity arises, they are able to share that wonderful news. Talk about Jesus at the table. Pray with the children regularly and let them know that Jesus is number one in your life. Then they will be able, even at a young age, to bring that good news in their way to the people God puts in their lives. We close with prayer. Heavenly Father, so often we make excuses for not serving you. Sometimes we think we're too young, sometimes too old. Give us willing hearts to look for opportunities to serve you. Open our eyes to the needs of those around us, and then give us the power and strength to act. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. This has been the devotion, Naaman's Servant Girl. For the full Bible story of Naaman's servant, you are encouraged to read 2 Kings chapter 5, verses 1-19. to Thank you so much for listening to this episode of LWML On The Go. If you'd like to read more of our devotions or check out any of our other resources, please visit us online at lwml.org. Special thanks to Kyle Faber for writing and performing today's music. My name is Becca Footy, and I'm wishing you a grace-filled rest of your day.